Hello and welcome to the Meteor Theater Podcast. My name is David Isles and I'll be hosting the day as we talk about everything happening in the world of movies right now. Um, but I'm not here alone. I have five other people with me right now and I'll let them introduce themselves to the right of me. My name is Ethan Christopher and I am our resident actress expert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am Abby Hubbard. And I'm just here for the ride today. Yeah. Uh, my name is Chase Mack, and um, if you give me a hot dog, I will tell you any of my deepest, darkest secrets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rashi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Rodrigo, and I'm just here to make sure none of these kids uh, do anything stupid while, while we record. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are our dad. We are kids. Yeah, children, behave. Uh, um, so before we get to our main topic, which will be the most anticipated movies of 2019, I want to talk about a little bit about what happened last week, and especially in terms of the box office. Um, there were, I think, three movies that opened last week, but they opened on Wednesday because of the Valentine's Day weekend. So they had a six-day weekend, I believe, because of President's Day. The number one movie over the four-day was Alita Battle Angel, which made $33.5 million, but it was on a $170 million budget. So far, it's made $137 million worldwide, but it hasn't opened in China or Japan. So, Rodrigo, is this movie going to make any money, or is it already a huge flop? It's most likely going to flop, um, unless China really absolutely loves it, because they love this CGI, uh, you know, visual fest. So if they like it and it makes like, what is the budget again? One hundred seventy. So they yeah, have to make around three hundred forty million dollars yeah, to not make money. It's it's done. It's out. Even not even China can save this. They would they would <laughs> like it to probably make half a billion dollars, but um, I I just don't see that happening. I, I, I remember. This. I think I think I saw the break even point. It's close to five hundred million. Which, so yeah, probably not. <laughs> but I don't know. Do you think it was? Do you think they just should have not made it? I, I This one kind of seemed like one, as soon as they announced it, a lot of people were like, that's not going to make much money. I don't but why? I think the marketing was good enough. I yes, think they, yeah. did, they weren't able to push it hard. Because I think they were trying to push James Cameron's uh, name as a producer. But if, if this was directed by James Cameron, and James Cameron give, had given it the care that he gives to his movies, this would have been big. Yeah. Maybe, you know... Not a billion dollars, but, you know, a good amount. Yeah. But it's not. And it's by the same guy that did... Um, Spy Kids. Spy Kids. <laughs> what do you expect from the guy that made Spy Kids? Yeah. You, Shark, you, <laughs> Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Exactly. Yeah. On a, the same guy? Yeah. 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 On a side note, James Cameron, he said that Aquaman was a bit too unrealistic for his taste. From the dude who made Avatar. <laughs> he said Aquaman just, it just wasn't real enough because he spent like 18 months in the sea or whatever and then he's like, that's just not how it looks underwater. And I'm like, what? Yeah. He wouldn't know. He's the expert. Um, but coming in number two this week was The Lego Movie 2, which made $27 million in its second weekend. But it had a $100 million budget. And it's at 104 million worldwide, so it's probably also going to lose money. So I don't know. We we all, me, Rodrigo, and Chase all saw the Lego Movie at an advanced screening, and we all thought it was. I pretty did not good. see the Lego Movie. You were, you were, I saw, I saw yeah. it. You weren't there. As soon as I said it, you were like, you keep, you keep thinking that I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know why this one. I don't know. Have it? Have, did anyone else see Lego Movie too? Yeah. Yet? Not yet. It was fine. It was right. <laughs> yes. Well. The reason why it's losing money is because, like, I learned yesterday in animation, too, that anybody can, well, the studio makes these movies, like, the animation style of these movies is, like, very simplistic. So, they've been churning out Lego movies, like, every other year. One, like, they returned out two years, I mean, two movies in one year, and they just keep being so consistent, they keep releasing movies time after time. To where like people are just getting tired of it, so yeah, yeah. It's like we got the Lego Movie in twenty fourteen, which was great. Yeah, uh, was and good. then we got the Lego Batman Movie in twenty seventeen in February, which people liked, 
Mm -hmm. I didn't like it that much. Michael Batman? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Okay. I, 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 I don't know. Why is it my cup of tea? Um, then Ninjago, which nobody cared about because who would want to watch a Ninjago yeah. movie unless you under the age of 10? That was like, an instant one. As soon as they announced that, <laughs> I was like, like, that's not going to work. Exactly. <laughs> not exactly. At all. And then after that, what, two years after that, you have this movie. By this time, I, know, I think some people are just tired of Lego movies. I was like, okay, we've seen Lego movies. It's the same thing over and over again. You can make the Marvel argument, I know, but... Yeah. They released, like, in... The first one came out in 2014. Yeah. So, in four years, Lego the Lego uh, franchise has already made as many movies as the Ice Age movies did in, like, ten years. I keep forgetting Ice Age was ever a thing. Yeah, but like, they were okay, honestly. They, the highest grossing movie. Yeah. I remember when Ice Age yeah. came out and they were like, Ice Age 3, it was like the ending to the greatest trilogy of all time. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And then it, you know, Ice Age it wasn't 4 came out. Yeah. I was really mad about the fourth one. I was like, was really you bad. already ended the trilogy. Well, <laughs> what happened in the fourth one? Like, I think that dinosaurs. Yeah, I think that was the dinosaurs one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, tangent. But, uh... Good, good, good for Ray Romano. Yeah. Still good working. For, I like good Ray Romano. Him. Good for him. I like, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's a nice yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. He gets a royalty check every time these movies play on the TV. And I'm just like... He's like, getting paid because we're talking about him right now. Yeah. Yeah. You brought up, I said Ray Romano's buying a new car. Ray Romano. Number three and four at the box office were two romantic comedies with Isn't It Romantic, the one with Rebel Wilson about being trapped in a romantic comedy. It made $16.6 on a $31 million budget, so that one's going to make money, a lot of money probably. And then What Men Want, which is the Taraji P. Henson one about something. I don't know. I just thought that she was in it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so she can hear everyone. She can I remember. I get it mixed up with the Tyler Perry one from last year. I respect because I feel like men's thoughts are probably way less... <laughs> oh, it probably makes more sense interested. than the other one. Yeah, because yeah, men are always like, oh, women, what are they thinking? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like... It just depends on how the movie, movie took was it. a mess. That the movie, one where, who, yeah, who, that was Jim Carrey, right? No. Mel Gibson. Oh. Mel Gibson, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh cool. And that movie yeah, was rough. That one was called What Women Want, and right. I don't know why they were... He, yeah, guess, he, he gets, yeah. like, electrocuted, and then he can hear all women's, women's thoughts, thoughts, and then he's, like, figuring them out, and it's yeah, just... Yeah, he's like, now I understand women. And he, like, nice stops being, like, rude to women and things, but it was... Just, yeah, it's it's interesting. So, yeah, I like this spin. I think it's interesting, yeah. and it's it's updating it and making it a little more woke for, like, current audiences. Oh, that concept. But that one's made um, $40 million on a $20 million budget, so that one's a huge hit, oh, actually. Yeah. Now, right. isn't it romantic? From what I understand, apparently it's a Netflix movie everywhere outside the United States. Really? Like really? Annihilation? Yes. Oh. Okay. So it's only being really statically here. Well, I've noticed that, like, other countries, Netflix, they have, like, much better movies, but, like, just, like, awful television shows. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, Netflix is a good negotiator. But, like, yeah. like they, they, they can get, like, I think Better Call Saul um, is exclusive to Netflix in a lot of overseas countries. Mm. Yeah. So if you want to see that show, you just watch Netflix. Mm. Yeah. But they also pay $100 million every year for Friends, which actually kind of makes sense because everyone watches Friends. And they also paid $100 million for the new uh, Martin Scorsese movie, I think. And I was like, the... I like Martin Scorsese, but $100 million plus the cost of the movie. Got uh, the, the Mafia? It's something about a Mafia. Cold War? No, it hasn't came out yet. The Irishman? No. no. Probably. That sounds like it. It has like Al Pacino and all the old people. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but back to Isn't It Romantic, I yeah. do want to say I want to see its numbers compared to Amy Schumer's I Feel Pretty because uh, it's very much like playing on the rom-com genre. You have an unlikely female lead, kind of the delusional mm -hmm. part of it. I, I know it's it's a different storyline, yeah. but it kind of fits in there. I feel like this oh, one, yeah. but I hear this one's better because I, yes, I Feel too. Pretty got like a lot of bad reviews. And this yeah. one's actually been pretty positive. Isn't so. Adam Devine also in mm -hmm. How does his character play in? I think she's he's her love interest. Uh, but, he's, or maybe I think Liam he's is. a dorky best friend yeah. sort of thing that she doesn't see as a love interest, whereas like the Hemsworth guy is like the yeah, hunk who and he's like coming after her and she's very yeah. Mm -hmm. Um I'm I'm supporting this movie though. It has a lot of 
up-and-coming actors and comedians from New York that they've kind of incorporated in some smaller roles. Her best friend is played by someone who, um, he was in the Melissa McCarthy one that came out, Can You Ever Forgive Me, oh. as the bookshop guy. He's he's starting to get small roles, so I'm trying to support all these like new <laughs> yeah. artists. All right, I was so scared. go watch, isn't it <laughs> yeah. romantic? I was scared when you said the Melissa McCarthy one you were talking about. Happy, um, Happy Time Murder. Time Murder. Oh, no, 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 oh, I'm so sorry for him. I mean a good role. I mean a good one. <laughs> and then the last one was Happy Death Day to You, which was projected at first to be battling with Alita Battle Angel for the top spot, but it only made $11 million, <laughs> oh, which would be a huge box office bomb. But it's a Blumhouse film, so those only cost $9 million to make, so it's going to make a profit. But did anyone see the original Happy Death Day? I just no. That just passed my radar. It was radar. just like the most movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't horror movies, so... It was just like... Yeah, I don't horror movie as well. I don't. It was just like if someone like made a movie. I don't know how to describe this movie. If it's like it's like it, a movie. It. <laughs> Did it just crazy. follow every it kind follows, of stereotype yeah. and trope possible? Yeah, but then there's like it's like a very like yeah like clearly delineated progression of events, and then it's like with the specific plot twist at the end that it's like ooh. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Is it a comedy or like horror? It's, like, that's another thing. It's like this. It's like trying to appeal to like this comedy audience and a horror audience, which. I don't think you can do both. I, at least you can't make this, At least you... Mm. Scary movies. <laughs> Scary movies. <laughs> Usually when it's like comedy yeah. and any other genre, you can't appeal to the other genre as much and you just have to like really overplay the comedy if you want to get anywhere. Yeah. Which I think they did like a, a good, a, an okay job of putting that comedy in the forefront. But like it was still like... Why is this trying to be horror? I think comedy goes with action pretty well. Like, they do that in most of That's the superhero true. movies. But and just about any other genre, romance. it's kind of... And romance. Yeah. 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 Well, they literally... Basically, I, when's the last, like, straight romantic movie? They're all rom-coms now. Where's the romantic uh, drama? La La Land was romantic. And that was a, but was that was a musical. Funny. It was not funny. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was actually. comedic. No, no, never mind. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't watch this, but Me Before You? I, yeah, that's true. I watched the first 20 minutes and nope. But also, Amelia Clark can't act, but Wait, whatever. What she's like, she's a great mother of dragons. What about Life Itself? No, it's not romantic. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of everything, honestly. Um, so but My yeah. advice for all these box office movies that did not do as good as Alita Battle Angel, give all the characters bigger eyes. Yeah. 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 Every if every movie just had humongous eyes that were distracting from the actual character, then that they'd all do as well in the box office. That's why I'm saying a Powerpuff Girls movie needs to be made. Like literally, how would you make the Powerpuff Girls? They explain just it in the show like every single time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but oh, but you mean live action? Yeah, to, like to live to scale. Live action, That'd be disturbing. Eyes. Oh, that would be extremely disturbing. <laughs> I do. Hope I'm just picturing a bunch of Alitas like running around, but they're like tiny. Uh, yeah, grotesque. I mean, That's I do hope they start to make more animes in the movies, though. Well, this is a manga. Like this wasn't made into an anime, so it was just adapted from the books themselves right oh. which is yeah where the art style but just seeing it that's those cgi eyes i'm like i don't know what the story is because i can't stop staring at yeah. whatever is happening wasn't there some controversy in that like didn't they cast a white woman or something to play that was was wild back yeah was was it not also with alita battle angel because no, I just which which I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly rant right now they they, they were announcing a your name uh, live action adaptation which, it's a fantastic anime movie. Go watch it. It's excellent. Um, Hollywood's making a remake. And apparently mm. it's like, oh, instead of being taking place in, like, Kyoto and Tokyo, no, 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 we're going to do it in America. So, like, Wait. the boy's going to be from Chicago and the girl's going to be, like, Native American. And it's like, oh. no, Didn't no. the movie just come out, like, a few years It came out in 2017. Oh. And it was perfect. Oh, no. Hollywood's trying to ruin it. This is, it's so bad. They're yeah. really desperate for ideas at this point. Rent over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so many directors, too, and they still go back to the sequels. But, I mean, I'll give them credit. Like, sequels are the only things that makes money. So, you got to make them. So but. many things coming out now are either sequels or remakes, past stuff. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're I, I'm not yeah. a fan of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, speaking of, let's <laughs> we'll go to the most anticipated those. movies and all our favorite sequels yeah. and the remakes <laughs> that we're excited <laughs> for. Literally um, all of Disney's lineup. 
Yeah, this, they don't. Yeah. They don't even try to do original. I think movies. I'm gonna win for the most rebooted movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, I haven't. I haven't heard of the movie we'll you're gonna talk about, but we'll start I mean, out with some, I guess, general movies to start our most anticipated movies of 2019 discussion with movies that we're kind of all excited, or at least we're, it's on the radar of like the ones that everyone are excited for. The first one. I mean, it's probably not even the most anticipated movie of this year. The most anticipated movie, maybe ever. It's um, it's been years and years in the making. It's gonna have all these people from all these different episodes and like, I don't know. It's just like kind of the biggest movie probably ever to happen. You know what I'm talking about? Door Explorer, the yeah, movie. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot. I, I was looking at the movies coming out this year and I was like, what? Door the Explorer. But no, uh, it's Avengers. Um. Russo brothers are coming back. They did uh, Captain America 2 and 3 and then Avengers 3. And so, Rodrigo, why? Why, 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 am I, why are we excited yeah, for this movie? Why? Because, because Infinity War, that's why. See, I think if Infinity War had been crap, right, nobody would care about this movie. Right? Yeah. But Infinity War was great and it had a great ending. That left everyone just like on the edge of the seas, like, what happens next? And so everyone's just at this what happens next state. Like, how how are the characters dealing with what happens at the end of Infinity War? Mm-hmm. Um, and theoretically, we should be getting the end, uh, the closing storylines for Captain America, for Iron Man, maybe Thor, depending on how contracts go. <laughs> mm, <laughs> um, true. And... I don't know, there's just so much, uh, there's going to be a lot of closure, and that's something that the MCU has not had for ever, really, because it's always like, oh, here's the next movie, here's the next movie, here's the next movie, here's, we're teaching the next sequel, the next thing, the next Avengers movie, and it's going to be like, no, this is over, this is, we stop here, these characters are gone, that's it. And then we just move on with the next generation. Of but heroes. I feel like the end of this is still going to have to, because it's going to have to set up Black Panther 2 and Doctor Strange 2 and um, whatever other movies are happening in Marvel. I mean, but, think, think about the, event, the first Avengers, right? Like, when the first Avengers came out, like, it was built up to that. And then every s- sequel to those original movies was based on the effects and what the repercussions of that Avengers movie. It's like, the Battle of New York is referenced several times over. So it could be like that, where it's like Endgame and Infinity War, like this is the new base. This is where the world is right now. And so every movie that comes out after that just kind of keeps referencing back to that, but it, it itself doesn't have to set up anything elsewhere. Yeah. You know? So the big question, I guess, with this one, what everyone really wants to know is who's going who's gonna to die and who's going to live. Um, Spoiler alert, Black Panther and Doctor Strange are both going to live because they have sequels. But who are you hoping, or first, who do you hope kind of goes away and doesn't come back anymore? And then who do you think is actually going to come back? I think, um, I I hope that I, I might be like, I guess, on the worst side of this or like the meaner side. But I hope Captain America, Iron Man, um, Hulk, even though I like Mark Ruffalo, um, um, what's yeah. it? Scarlet Johansson, um, Vision, Scarlet Witch, or Vision's already gone, but Scarlet oh. Witch. Um, I kind of just hope every single person. <laughs> I think I hope everyone dies except for Black Panther <laughs> and Doctor Strange. Black Panther and Doctor Strange and Ant Man. So, I'm actually so, fully on board with you. Yes. I'm anticipating this movie for the anticipation that will come with it. As in, now we get Black Panther two. Now we get Doctor. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's I'm I'm with you fully. Yeah. So you want a reverse snap? Yes. I think everyone. I want yeah. Everyone that snapped, I want to come back. Except um, Scarlet Witch can kind of stay away. Um, and who else? Who else was snapped? Spoiler Spider-Man. alert. Oh, Spider Man can come back. Peter Quill. He can go away. Yeah. The Guardians of the Galaxy, basically. The Guardians there might be gone anyway. Just like, yep, that's all right with me. It's just Tinder for like which superheroes are gonna live and die. I don't know. Chase, who do you are do you, would you cry if Captain America and Iron Man are gone? Because I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm about to cry right now. No, <laughs> no, I would I honestly well I don't know. Cause like if I do, I want to see more from these characters, 
But, like, I don't want to see them go on long enough to where I just get bored of them, so... I guess maybe I would get a Traverse Snap, but keep the Guardians of the Galaxy. Because okay. I like the Guardians movies, and they're really, really fun. And yeah. You know what I want to see? Um, to get the Soul Stone or whatever, you have to, like, kill someone you care about or something like that, right? I want to see, like, um, Iron Man, like, kill Captain America. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Because I think that would be pretty emotional. I don't think Tony has any emotions for Captain America. He does. Yeah. Aside from, I mean, screw he, you. He's still but like, if he were to have some him. contempt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that, that, that's literally, like, exactly what I want to happen. That would be it's the only thing that would... War, but this time, there are consequences. What? I don't know, so... I think I mean, to Tony should definitely... He has to go. Yeah, like, I, I mean, think there are so many... Superheroes, honestly, that I'm just like, you bored me. Yeah, it's like, it, I think it is a perfect time for him to go, right? It's like, he you, 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 I was done with him a, quite a while America ago. Captain America can leave. What's wrong with Bucky? I mean, well, Cap. Oh, Bucky needs to go too. I'm See, sorry. I don't think Cap's gonna die. Like, I feel like after that trailer where he's like, "Oh, Peggy," I'm like, "You guys are gonna." Yeah. Put no. him back in he, the in the he 40s. He is gone, one thousand percent. That man's die. already directing other stuff. He's, he's gonna sad. have a happy ending with Peggy, and so they can bring him back as an old man. Did you see him on Twitter? Future? He I was like, know. after his last day, he was like, "Well, guys, it's been a fun ride. <laughs> I've <laughs> had fun he, playing the character." He said he would have uh, tweeted that regardless of whatever's gonna happen. Oh, y'all can't see game. me on the podcast, but I'm doing. <laughs> Like, I'm mocking him. Yeah. David is very hey. annoyed. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to narrate everyone's, like, I'm facial expressions. We, we need captions. Down, <laughs> Wait, he we, is throwing things across <laughs> the room. If we have a YouTube video, we'll just put captions of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, just like... I'm really heartbroken about Gamora still. Yeah. Oh, no. Really? Why, Gamora? Why? Because, <laughs> I don't know, she didn't deserve to die. Yeah. Like, her father was, like, abusive to her, and... He was the, I guess, the closest. She was the closest object that could receive love that he had. I don't know. I didn't really buy that storyline all the way, though. He was, he just kind of came up to her and he was like, "You look like a warrior. Do you yeah. want to be my daughter?" Like, <laughs> like oh, was, what? Well, she was the favorite <laughs> out of, you know, between her and Nebula. She well, was definitely but like, the favorite. Why did he pick her up? Well, she was just a kid. Well, I don't well, know. If you rewatch the movie, she's being like grabbed by a guard. Literally, all she does is just, like, use all her strength to be let go from the guard, and the guard's just like, all right. And then she just walks away, and then Thanos is like, yeah, you're, you're strong. I could train you, I guess. Well, everyone's being murdered. There's, there's something happening in the back of the room, but oh well. I was sad, too, because her, I mean, I guess it was nice that her relationship with her sister was getting repaired at this time, and they were, like, uh, reconciling over the fact that, like, their rivalry wasn't you know, because of them, it was instilled by their father. Um, and But to, I don't know, to see her get pushed over the edge Aww. like that after yeah. all that, there's a, there was a that lot of development true. there. Yeah. It was very and tragic. I feel like her death was definitely more definite yeah. in a way, like compared to the other deaths. Yeah, she's dead. Yeah. She's dead. Yeah. Well, no, I think she'll come back. Because so? when you kill someone, they're trapped in the soul stone. So once they get the Soul Stone back, they can bring her back. At least from the limited knowledge I have of comics, I believe that's how it works. Uh, so I mean, she like, could come back. She hit the floor really, really fast. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty... It, it, it's not like dust away into some other... Well, you remember, it, they like, pushed yeah. Black Panther off a cliff, too. And then they were just like, well, it hurt him. <laughs> Wait, when? And Black Panther I in mean, the movie. Like, Killmonger like after Killmonger. I think it's interesting that it definitely caused him pain. As soon as he hit the floor, he just said, oof. But that's that's enough Avengers talk. The next... I have to say, my endgame ideal, everyone dies, and then Doctor Strange and Tilda Swinton as the ancient one go on a road trip to Vegas. That's the new series I'm directing. I need that. I was just going to say, it was... Every single person is dead except for these two. Yeah. And the entire yeah. world. Yeah. They're in, they're in, a, yeah, in an abandoned Las Vegas. I mean, <laughs> Stan Lee died, so why the hell not? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Too soon. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say, Rossi? Um, I was just going to say, um, I think it's interesting how they, the ending of the first Avengers movie, be, just because it was in such 
contrast to all the other superhero movies, and I know it's, like, a thing that people say, like, at the end of, like, any type of action movie where, like, a bunch of people died, and yet they're, like, celebrating at the end. And I know they, like... Did like a like a, they commented on that on an episode of Rick and Morty where it's yeah. like um, yeah they go on an adventure and then there's like oh I was Rick's like I was not in control of that situation and everyone's <laughs> trying to celebrate and they're like why are you trying to celebrate mm-hmm. but um yeah it was cool <laughs> yeah. how it was cool how it, this one wasn't like that we'll see how the end of Endgame plays out because I feel like it will go back to the same I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm not going to like it either. It's going to be like... But I, th- I feel like yeah. the beginning's going to be pretty cool, just seeing everybody just, like, yeah. suppressed. Like, I feel like I'm most excited about the beginning. Yeah. yeah. They said it's going to be a time travel. So, like... Yeah, that's what Ant-Man's doing in the quantum realm, which is just, like... What's it called? Deus Ex Machina or whatever? When they like need a plot device to fix yeah. your movie, that's what the entire Ant-Man See, but at least was made for. a plot device in a movie before this one. So that's, what, that's the only so, reason so, they made so, Ant-Man. So, so you don't feel cheated yeah. whenever they do it. Yeah. yeah. But, I feel like mo- other people, like movie makers all around, are just going to be like, like, the amount of anticipation that this movie has. Like, people are like, I wonder if like they're going to be more cliffhangers just as a concept i don't think most people can earn it most people yeah that's the yeah. thing though like, like most people can't what's the but if you get thing? enough bi- like buzz i feel like because like freaking bird box got so much i still buzz, don't understand and it was, like, that not, it, wasn't like, it wasn't like anything like great i guess yeah. but like yeah. i feel like the power of buzz is very popular and then like cliffhangers can do that very well. But it wouldn't like yeah. imagine like at the end of Frozen Two though if they were like well what happens to Elsa and okay. Anna next I'd be like I don't I feel care. Like <laughs> Frozen should know their place. Yeah. So I think it. And I not don't try know. Anything it depends. It works for certain <laughs> movies and not others. Yeah. But keeping Definitely. with Disney for our most anticipated, the next movie um, also a story long in the making that mm, I don't know. I was surprised when they announced and I'm still not sure if I'm on board. Toy Story Four. Um, everyone's coming back. Uh, I think, and Jordan Peele and Kegel Michael Key are joining the cast. And I read the synopsis, it says, when a new toy called Forky joins Woody and the gang, a road trip alongside old and new friends reveals how big the world can be for a toy. So, I don't know. No, I don't know. (laughs) Chase? I don't know. Uh, My initial reaction to the announcement for Toy Story 4 was, I was like, what the hell is this? Like, I don't know. It felt very wrapped up very nicely at the end of Toy Story 3. Um, but I've, I've been opening up to it a bit, it seems. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like Jordan Peele and Keegan-Michael Key in there. Yeah. That, that should be interesting. I like um, I like the... Te- well, the first teaser trailer was literally nothing. I don't know why people were freaking out. Right. They were just jumping around. I was like, really? <laughs> but then I liked the Keegan-Michael Key, Jordan Peele reaction to that trailer. I was like, well, that's funny. But they haven't given us anything else. And they're just getting us sad-looking well, posters. But. I think I I like... I actually wasn't on board when I heard there was a fourth one. I was like, let it let it go. Yeah. But when I started to hear about the plot and I heard about Tony Hale joining as Forky, I think it's really fun. I don't know if you're familiar with Arrested Development yeah, or Veep. Yeah. But it's, it's Tony Hale. He's neurotic and crazy and funny. And he's playing this fork that the little sister created, Andy's little sister, made. And because she turned it into a toy by adding googly eyes... He's having like an existential, like what constitutes a toy and what constitutes. Like, an that's object. the thing I'm worried about. I think, he, I think that's wacky. That is, that is the part that I'm fun. most excited about because yes. I'm like, well, are you gonna dive deep into the mythology of like how toys are sentient? I, I don't know if I want to know though. <laughs> I but think, if you created this universe, why not? Like Yeah, it's going to get that, deep, yeah. and I'm going to get emotional, I think. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's exciting. That's actually a major plot point of Toy Story 4. Like, they say Woody, after he finds out about Forky's existence and how he's made, he, like, starts to think a lot about how, like, his existence is, like, you know, how much his existence means to, like, the universe. And, like, can anything that a child makes come to life? Well, it's like, it's, I think it's if purpose. you give it meaning. Yeah. yeah, if you give something that meaning, then it becomes what you want, right? Like, if a kid finds, a like, joy in a fork and thinks of it as a toy, then it becomes a toy. And I think that's kind of something that's going to make a lot of people think. I'm sure it'll really, like, strike a lot of adults with some messages. I think it'll either be, like, really good and insightful and maybe, like, the best Toy Story yet or, like, a complete, like, trash, like... Oh my gosh, what were they even thinking? Also, Rashida Jones, she was one of the things that made me excited because she was originally on to write it. 
and then she left. Hmm. And I was like, uh, a few writers have left this movie. John Lasseter has which, left this project too. But, um, the fact that people are leaving makes yeah. me like wonder. But it's all because of John Lasseter. Like he's completely oh, off this project now. So. Yeah, I'm sure they would have just like stepped as far back. Yeah, and uh, actually, fun fact: Emma Thompson left um, a Skydance film because he's on with Skydance mm. now. So no. I don't know. Skydance. I, I don't think this decision's gonna last too long because yeah. a lot of people are leaving. But that's what that's a bit about Toy Story 4. I know you have to, Rashi has to leave soon. Oh. So what's like, class. yeah, what's yeah. another, what's what's another film that you're like excited for? Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Uh, so excited for that. Just Quentin Tarantino and Margot Robbie and Leonardo DiCaprio. Brad Pitt, it's, Dakota Fanning, Al Pacino, yeah. Timothy <laughs> Oliphant, Fan, Kurt yeah. Russell. It's a lot more. It's a lot more. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. that's all. That's all I feel like I need to say about that because I mean we could talk about it, a, yeah, a little more because yeah, it's Tarantino's well last film if you're gullible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said it was gonna be his like last film, but obviously not. Nice. But yeah, it has like a stacked cast. Yeah. I, I don't. It's about Manson, the Manson murders. Yeah, yeah. the Manson. I murders. believe it's a few different stories. Yeah, that it's jumping around, but I think that's one of yeah. the. Mm-hmm. Well, like, Tarantino is, like, always does a good job of, like, even if it's, like, based on something that, events that have actually happened, like, he's not going to just, like, make it, like, a fiction, a non-fiction story. Like, he's going to put, you know, he's going to put his own twists in there and his own little story spun into it, which I'm always excited for. Um, right. Any other one? I mean, that's a, that's a big one, and that, and we might talk about that one a little bit more later, but... Um, I don't know. I've I've only seen one Quentin Tarantino film. I think it's just Pulp Fiction. So I, I don't want to dive into too much with this or get in arguments. I'll just say there was there was a good tweet out there which was, "This looks like a good movie, but I will be buying a different movie ticket and then sneaking into that theater." Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Tarantino, but it does look like That's an true. interesting Tarantino. Movie. The person, person isn't mm, even no even a lot of his movies for me. It's oh, okay. it's too unsettling. He, everything okay. about him and his work makes me very uncomfortable. So okay. I just kind of yeah. But I, I need to I need to see what what, oh, what yeah. this is all about. The hype when he put himself in Pulp Fiction and then he made himself the character that he was. I was like. Mm, that's a little suspect that you wrote that for yourself. Um, yeah. but well, he's like a weird guy, but I kind of love it. Also, he was pretty bad to Uma Thurman on Kill Bill. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, there was that. Did you guys see those pictures of him with Trisha Paytas on Twitter? Wait, oh, yes, what? that was bizarre. <laughs> that was really bizarre. Wait, wait, wait. Kristen, there... he got to meet Trisha Paytas? Well, I suppose they got to meet each other. Uh, <laughs> so it was, they're not even interesting photos. It's just the two of them, like, smushed together, like, faces by yeah. each other. And he has that greasy, like, uh, huge uh, underbite. And then she's just done up all uh, with the big hair and big makeup. And it's just a really uncomfortable picture. I have to look this up now. Yeah. Another movie. Uh, Sound Us. Which I don't know if I'm... I'm going to watch it for sure. I don't know how excited I am about it. Um, it's just, it's Jordan Peele, so you know there's going to be, like, some, like, cool, like, underlying message that he's going for. I mean, I'm trying to, like, think about what it could be. Like, the only well, thing that's really sticking he, he's out. already said what it is. He said oh, that he, he said the message of this one is that you are your own worst enemy. Okay, that's what see, this that's movie what is about. Okay, that's what I was thinking. That's, like, yeah. I was, like... That's, okay, I was, like, I was thinking, like, this. that has to be the mess, the point of this movie. But <laughs> yeah. I was, like... It seems too, like, obvious. Well, everyone came out and thought it was like, oh, what's the race angle in this one? He was like, there is no race (laughs) angle. It's just about this one thing that I was trying to convey. Dang, I thought for sure there was going to be something else, and I was like... I mean, there probably will be something. sitting back and was like... <laughs> you all thought. <laughs> <laughs> he might still do one of those. You so. naive people. It's, and it's premiering at South by Southwest, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I signed up to volunteer and oh. had talked to the coordinators. I was on the volunteer list, and then I realized I actually can't be there that week oh. and commit to that time, so I had to back out. But I was, like, ready to be at the premiere, like, in the back of the theater watching. Yeah. We actually will be there. Me and Chase and Andrew, who walked in earlier, are all are going to be... We're gonna be at the premiere, I think, because we're going to South by Southwest. So awesome. Yeah. We'll we'll see Jordan. I'll ask him. Dang, I about get out. Yeah, yeah you should you go. Just, 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 like, just show up. Yeah. It's only like 
few hundred. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's why I was on the volunteer list, <laughs> not buying a ticket. Yeah. I mean, plus the hotel and stuff. Yeah, but, but like, we just grabbed a few sleeping bags. You guys just stay with us. <laughs> yeah. You guys can stay at my house. Oh, yeah. Oh, you live in Austin. I was going to ask you if, like, you have any friends in Austin. Plenty. So you're just like, <laughs> hey, I know Abby. I know Abby, too. And then we just go back. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. I'm going to skip class. Seriously? Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, we just had a test, guys. Oh. So. Yeah. I don't condone this behavior, <laughs> but I mean, hey, but I also about don't movies is more important. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, yes, exactly. If you're listening, professor, I am so sorry. If, if there are any kids out there listening to this, just know movies should. are more important than yeah. <laughs> always. That's the lesson. Ethan says, just ignore the fact that you paid almost ten thousand dollars for tuition. No big deal. Yeah. But is it that you're, you class. you're wasting fifty three dollars for every class you skip or something like that? But see, I also have. Another thing I have to do before a class right after. It's a whole thing, people. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Can, we can respect it's that. It's called yeah. time we management. Have, thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, going a little bit more, The only thing that concerns me about us, though, is, um, I don't know, Jordan Peele's made one film that was pretty good. But, like, then everyone's like, here we go, the next visionary director. And it's just like, yeah. I, don't I don't think this one's going to live like, up. People did that with... Um, Ava DuVernay, which he had made a few films, but people were like, they put it on, um, what's it called? A Wrinkle in Time. They were like, yeah. from oh visionary God. director Ava DuVernay. No. And I was like, I like <laughs> Selma, but visionary? <laughs> well, I mean, that was a Disney movie. No, it looks still so bad. But I don't know, it looks really interesting for like a horror movie. Like, if you are a fan of horror movies, you gotta sift through a lot of like really trash. Trash. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's fine, and you accept that. But like, it, it looks like really beautiful and like, that's true. Well, the character yeah. design is looks really cool, mm -hmm. like for the, the their mirror selves yeah. and then yeah. the scissors and everything. Uh, mm -hmm. For sure, I'm very selective with horror, thriller, that whole area, and this is something where I was like, I'm seeing this immediately, mm -hmm. and the that's only happened really a couple good. of times. There was yeah, Get Out, yeah. there was Suspiria, well, and just in recent years, uh, and then this, and I was like, Do you see Velvet Buzzsaw? No. Oh, oh is that a horror film? Yeah. That oh. one didn't appeal to me as much. That's a okay, Netflix. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I just like it. Appealed to me at first, but definitely was not as good as the appeal okay. factor. Yeah. Mm. It was very weird and it was trying to be a lot of things. No, I saw the, I didn't watch the movie, but there was like a two minute trailer or something that Netflix put on Twitter and it basically gave away the plot of the entire movie. <laughs> That's uh, the thing. I saw what, yeah. and I was like, no, this yeah, is. Yeah. Um, oh, one thing for the Us trailer, I don't. Didn't they use these like a rap song and like yeah. slowed it down? Yeah. yeah. It was, that oh, was yeah. beautiful. That was yeah. pretty beautiful. <laughs> I saw a tweet on Twitter. I was like, whoever took the song and made it into like a horror, like gave it a horror theme, needs like a pay, I mean, pay rise. A pay rise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pay rise. Um, it's the same thing. But yeah, yeah us should be pretty good. <laughs> I'm pre that comes out in March. I no. It comes yeah, out in summer. March. It does come out in March. Like but um, does it come out in late March? Two weeks after Southby. Ah, okay. So I'll, I don't know, I guess I won't watch it again, probably. <clears throat> if I see it at South by, then that'll probably be it. I don't watch yeah. horror films twice. I usually don't watch horror films once. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, and, um, so I just want to say, it's very interesting we're seeing these the rise of Jordan Peele, and we just talked about Keegan-Michael Key being in Toy Story 4, and then now... We're about to. He's about to do Lion King. Where it's crazy to see the trajectory of both of their careers coming from Comedy Central. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah Keegan. I always, I always thought Keegan was going to be the bigger one, and then he went to do Friends from College, which just got canceled. And then he. Uh, <laughs> but then now he's doing yeah Lion King, which I forget which character he is in he's Lion King. Uh, hyena, 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 and then and then he did um I don't know some other. He's movie. doing Toy Story. And then yeah, Toy yeah. Story, but. So Jordan Peele, I just I would have never expected. Yeah, he became the prestige one. But yeah, he, so yeah, more about Lion King. It's that uh, yeah. I was I will say uh, I think the biggest reaction I think I've ever had because I think it premiered in Thanksgiving. It was the in Thanksgiving. Game. Thanksgiving yeah. Game, yeah, and like everyone in my family who doesn't even watch movies was like, "What? They're making a new Lion King?" Blah 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 blah. And I was like, "Maybe not a, a new Lion King. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, different Lion King." Yeah. <laughs> uh, Two things, kind of off topic. There's this one Keegan Michael Key movie which is kind of underrated called Don't Think Twice. Mm, that's it's, a good one. It's a really good movie. Mm. Definitely check it out. He's um, talented and he's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's a movie about improv and it came out like it's 
Yeah, he's in the movie, and it's really good. But also, uh, I heard that they're tr- adding, like, new things to this Lion King. Like, they're adding new characters and, like, mm-hmm. alternate, like, story. You're going to add new songs because Beyonce's in it. So I is, right? completely am off board with this that. This is what yeah. I'm confused by. Is it a musical, like, the animals will be singing, or no? Yeah, I, I believe so. They to... will be well, singing. I got <laughs> Beyonce. That's going like, to be me. Well, I didn't know if this is going to be something where there's, like, scenes where Beyonce's cover of... Like, can you feel the love tonight? Yeah. Is in the background, or if like the animals will be like the CGI animals will be moving their mouths. Like, yeah, I think the CGI. I think okay. they would lose millions and good. millions of dollars if you cast Donald Glover and Beyonce, okay. yeah. and then don't use either of them. <laughs> I just haven't been able to gauge. Like, like, no, what, what I'm, from what I hear, it's kind. Of, I wouldn't say a shot-for-shot remake, but it's like you know, it follows Pretty the same close. things from the story. It just takes a few turns. I don't want to. I don't know. I'm not the biggest Beyonce person, but like, I don't want to hear any new songs. I, Nala, I like the old right? songs. Yeah, she's Nala. That's so cute. It's the mm. full cast, or at least most of the cast, is Donald Glover, Seth Rogen, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Keegan-Michael Key, James Earl Jones, Billy Eichner, Beyonce, Eric Andre, and then John Oliver. Yeah. So, okay. a huge cast. Um, Who plays Rafiki? The, the, um, the guy from Black Panther. I think, yeah, Ejiofor. Oh, mm. wait, no. No, he no. plays... Uh, Scar? Scar. Yeah, Rafiki yes. was, yeah, someone that I didn't know, so I didn't put uh, him on. John Kenny, slowly. the actor who played Black Panther's dad in yeah. America's Civil War. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah. So, and I don't then, know. Um, who's, who plays Zazu? John, John Oliver. John Oliver? Which oh. is brilliant. <laughs> That's perfect. I, I want Zazu to just get a desk and start talking <laughs> about the politics of, uh, of the private. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I will say, like, I watch John Oliver every week, though, so I think, like, once I watch this movie, I'm going to be like... Why is John Oliver <laughs> doing this bird voice right now? <laughs> I don't. I'll say the movie looks cute, absolutely yeah. stunning. Like yeah. that teaser trailer just sold me into. into the, I, for, at first, I was like, I don't know, live action Lion King, eh, whatever. Then the teaser came out, and I was like, I'm watching that. I mean, day if they're one. gonna make a movie that's a remake in 2019, it, it would just it just has to be. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. And it looks yeah. stunning. Not unlike Aladdin. <coughs> and perfect <laughs> casting. And also not like Aladdin. Perfect casting. Yeah. I yes. have no arguments. Yeah, everyone's pretty good. It looks great. I mean, John Fat Jungle Book looked amazing, so I trust him with yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's maybe that's what's going on. Maybe they're just like, hey guys, we've got new technology. We can do it better. <laughs> oh, that's definitely what oh, happened. Yeah, they yeah, made, yeah. They <laughs> made the Jungle Book and they were like, what? It made a billion dollars and that was only the Jungle Book? Wait till we give you Lion King. It's yeah. definitely gonna make two billion. Also, look, well, I'm we talking hired... about like as opposed to like the originals that were just like two dimensional. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Well, yeah. There's like a lot to be said about the new like live action style. Yeah. Yeah. It's very See, but... trendy. It's photorealistic <laughs> animation. It is not live action. It's yeah. Not. This is know, gonna be nominated for best action. animated picture. I, I said, so, yeah. I, no, I which is hilarious. Yeah. I I also just want to throw out there because a lot of it is happening and will happen. It's not cool to think that the original 2D animation is better just because it's what you had growing up. Yeah. I've heard so much of that. It's like, oh, these like the, these younger kids are getting some like realistic Lion King. They don't know the good movie. And it's like, it, it was just as good. Yeah. You do not know. Yeah. It was with Incredibles, too. Like, mm-hmm. a lot. Everyone was like, oh, they look so bad now. I was like, no, they yeah, actually okay, look like... Yeah. No, they look... The, if the 2003, when did the incredible, 2004 movie came out now, everyone would be like, wow, that looks terrible. But like, because it, like, it wasn't great animation, it was 2004 animation. So they put 2017 type graphics on Incredibles 2 and everyone was like, nasty, it doesn't look like it used to. Well, I was like, right. of course it doesn't, it yeah. was 15 years. It's, I think like people shouldn't be like discounting the... Um, you know, these photorealistic movies that are coming out. Although, like, I definitely have seen a lot of animators saying, like, by, like, I don't know, going from this, like, more cartoon style, it, it might be kind of, like, devaluing that because there's definitely a lot that you can do with this style. So, like, a shot-by-shot remake, it, it doesn't always do, like, exactly what the, like, original movie can do, like, especially with, like, regards to colors and, like, physics. But, um, I don't know, it's... I. I'm excited to see how these stories translate to a more photorealistic, like, animation style. But um, a lot of people think, like, or some people think that the essence of the films will be lost. But 
Well, sure, because is this Timon going to be pulling out a hula skirt and lay from behind his back and <laughs> suddenly it's yeah. on him? Is that kind of stuff going to be happening? Or, like, I'm guessing no. Well, yeah. the, the difference between this movie and a lot of the live-action remakes we've gotten is that this actually has a good production, a good director, someone that knows what they're doing. It has a good cast. Unlike something like The Lion King or even Beauty and the Beast that had, like, so-so directors that have never worked on the scale like this before with so-so actors most, in most cases. So, I don't know. This, this could turn out good just because I think it's in good hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to put a, like, a button on this, like, um, is that how people say it? To put a button on the conversation? That doesn't a sound pin? right. A, a pin, pin in the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But either, oh, wait, oh, yeah, I forgot. Star Wars is a thing. So I don't, I don't, I don't watch the Star Wars, so I, I always forget of that. We have an eco Star Wars happening. expert right here. Yes. Yeah. So. Wait, should we introduce him? Oh, yeah. We I don't need an introduction. Uh, <laughs> Andrew. Uh, yeah, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Just so, Andrew. Over here. Just Andrew. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, anyway, uh, we were also, Force Awakens premiered on ABC for the first time on a broadcast network a few, I believe, last Sunday. A lot of people, a lot of people including myself, were hoping to see some kind of, like, maybe 30-second spot. Like, maybe they give us a teaser, and then tomorrow, the next morning on Good Morning America, they give us, like, another minute and a half, like, teaser trailer. But... We're not going to get anything to the celebration, but anyway, that being said, really excited for J.J. Abrams. I believe him and Ryan Johnson had like a ping pong thing going on. J.J. Abrams served it up with Force Awakens. Ryan Johnson fired back with Last Jedi. And now it's Abrams' turn to fire back again with Episode Nine, whatever they call it. That's a pretty good analogy. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of Ryan Johnson, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got a movie coming out later this fall around Thanksgiving time called Knives Out. It is a Agatha Christie-inspired murder mystery. Mm. It's got, the cast is stacked. I think him and Tarantino have like a match who can get the better cast. So Mm. Knives Out has, if I can pull it up in time, it's got Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Lakeith Stanfield, Michael Shannon, Ana de Armas, Don Johnson, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette, and Christopher Plummer. Wow. That is insane. So... What's Tarantino got a bunch of what legacy actors, but you know, hey, but Ryan's coming up. What about that one movie, Dune? That has well, that comes out in twenty twenty. So, well, oh, well, yeah. I thought that was coming out. We no, cannot get excited for that just yet. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. You cannot be excited. <laughs> you cannot. Yeah, but Star Wars, it's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to Star Wars. Yeah, I'm good. I'm just kind of indifferent to Star Wars at this point. Mm. I'll see it. Star. What's the name of the new one coming out? They, don't they know. haven't announced it yet. Yeah. We're probably going to get a title around Star Wars Celebration early April, and then a minute and a half teaser, and then a full trailer, probably Monday Night Football later on this year. Mm. Funny enough, like this is not the most hyped Star Wars thing coming out this year. No, it's, it is. Like, like, I feel like I'm more hyped for like the Mandalorian uh, show for Disney Plus than I am for the actual movie. Mm. I'm actually going to pay for the first time for a subscription service with Disney Plus. So we get that Star Wars content. Yeah, but yeah. but so to now put a pin in because I forgot about Star Wars when I was like, so let's go around and do I guess and Andrew's already kind of said his, but then one more movie I guess that you're excited about that's coming out this year. We'll start with um, Rodrigo. Uh, Joker, uh, directed by Todd Phillips and starring um, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix as uh, as the Joker. It, it looks interesting. The test footage looks good, and. Um, Tuskless might not be the best director, but I just, from what we've seen, I think it might actually be. It's a nice... It, rem, it reminds me of Heath Ledger's Joker in some way, in, in a good way. So hopefully, you know, he can turn out something really good. What else has Todd Phillips done? Hangover. Oh. War Dogs. <laughs> mm. Well, actually, War Dogs is okay. A Star is Born. What? Producer. <laughs> oh. Okay, yeah, just The Hangover. And... Yeah, that's oh, it. Wow. And then a whole bunch of... Project X? Maybe it was a producer on that, too. Borat? Um, I don't know. The I test footage looked fine. Um, we got Martin so. Scorsese producing. Well, this is something. Well, I, I don't trust producing. Like, that just means that he showed up on set one day, and they'll put, like, executive produced by James Steven Cameron Spielberg. showed up to a little Battle Angels <laughs> one day, and that's it. Well, Cameron actually cares about that one, but um, yeah. we'll, we'll he see. He showed up, he said, make the eyes bigger. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, okay, Joker. Rashi? I feel like I have to give this one a shout-out. It's called Ma. It's a Blumhouse I was going to do Ma. Talk about it together. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we 
But yeah. Together. <laughs> I'm excited for Octavia Spencer as like yeah. the antagonist, the creep. And Allison Janney's in it apparently. Really? So, Wait, what? <laughs> I had Which no idea. I, didn't know. <laughs> I just I just like looked at the cast on IMDb. Oh. Whoa. Um, yeah. But yeah, I have a little bit of inside information on that because one of my <laughs> friends is in that movie. Uh, Michaela uh-uh. Miller, check her out. She's gonna be so big. Um, yeah, but I know how it ends. I'm not gonna spoil it. Hey, wait, is that one premiering at South by? No, no, I don't think no. so. Ah, oh, okay. But, I definitely. Um, uh, what were you gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just gonna say it was shot in Mississippi. <laughs> that interesting. Uh, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I was just gonna say I I blocked the. Uh, <laughs> I blocked the Ma Twitter account because I block any account that promotes tweets onto my timeline. Uh, but I, I'm still, I still like still the trailer. <laughs> yeah. It's like you just watching, like, oh, cool. Wow. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Yeah. Did that for Frozen too. <laughs> but yeah, for those of you who don't know what it is, it's basically like these teenagers. They're, um, they're looking, you know, to party, and then they find this old lady, Octavia Spencer, who's not that old but she's sweet we're in college she's yeah, old she's <laughs> <laughs> for all you know she's 90 i don't care she's sweet though which i associate with old sometimes she seems sweet she seems sweet is the thing but uh, apparently there's a f- apparently it's a facade and there's definitely some some spooky things yeah. going on with this this girl who like or this old lady who has them she allows them to like use their her house to have parties and stuff but yeah check out the trailer give it a thumbs up i don't care <laughs> it was it was a good trailer because i knew nothing going in i saw it get retweeted and it was just some stan on twitter who was just like i love octavia spencer blah 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 and i click on it and i'm like okay this looks like whatever and i see her and then it just, as the trailer goes on, I was like, whoa, wait a second, what's happening? And that just got me hooked. Exciting year for horror. Yeah. Yeah. Chase, there's a spider on your shirt, so I feel like I have, I have a feeling what your movie's going to be. Actually, oh, there's not, it's not an actual spider for our <laughs> listeners. Oh, yeah. God. It's like a design. This yeah. is actually unintentional. I did not plan on wearing this shirt. I just grabbed it out. But uh, my movie was Spider-Man Far From Home. And... Yeah, and I'm actually kind of hyped for this one. Michael Giacchino is scoring this one, which is cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of, I don't know. After, yeah, after far, uh, Homecoming, uh, I really liked Homecoming, and seeing Infinity War, I liked that one. So most of the ones that I already talked today, I'm already hyped for. But I'm kind of hyped for Spider-Man to see how, you know, I'm interested in yeah Jake Gyllenhaal and seeing what he's gonna do with that character. He said it Stereo. wasn't a villain, but I don't believe him. So he didn't seem we'll see. Like a villain he looks cool. Favorite. Yeah, I like Mysterio. Actually, I don't think he looks good, but I like Jake Gyllenhaal. But yeah. I think that in the trailer, I was like, mm. also, why are they in Europe? Come on. Yeah, cool <laughs> but but like lately, Jake Gyllenhaal's movies. Aren't as good as they used to be. I've been watching old Jake Gyllenhaal movies, so I'm still in the good. Yeah. Your mind's still there. Yeah. Um, Well, what what has he made since Nightcrawler? Velvet Bus. Velvet Bus. Oh, was it not good? Let's Uh, let's judge it by his haircuts, because he has the same (laughs) weird haircut in the Spider-Man one, too. It's this weird bowl cut that maybe he just needs to get that fixed, and he'll be better. Maybe that's all it is. Maybe it's just a bad haircut. (laughs) Ethan? All right, so I am. I want to just plug this just to get it out there because I want more people to know about it. It is called Gloria Bell, uh, and it has Julianne Moore, and it's pretty simple. She's playing a divorcee who loves to go out dancing. She meets a new guy, and it's just kind of her story with him, her family life. Michael Sarah plays her son. I don't Ooh. know why. It's got a decent cast. Holland Taylor's in it, if you know her. I really like her. Um, and it is a reimagining of the director's 2013 Spanish movie, Gloria. Pretty much the same thing, but with like uh, it's in America and it has American actors and things. Uh, and he won Best Foreign Film in 2018, the Oscar, uh, for A Fantastic Woman. If you know what that was? I remember. It was a big deal because the actress he kind of catapulted through was transgender, so they kind of recognized that at the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's... um. 
it should be fun. And I love Julianne Moore so much, and she's, so she's got a lot going on right now, so happy for her. And then didn't you want to talk about We oh. had Rachel, who was on the podcast yes. last week, wanted to talk about um, a movie, but she couldn't be here. She's so. out, with, in out with sickness, so yeah. I, I'm just going to, yeah, I would say it goes up there with some of the casts we've been discussing, the big stacked cast, um, Greta Gerwig's Little Women. It's got Ooh. Saoirse Ronan, Emma Watson, Eliza Scanlon, who did um, Sharp Objects, Timothy Chalamet, Laura Dern, Bob Odenkirk, oh. Meryl oh. Streep. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just crazy cast, and it's going to be I need to watch Timothy Chalamet <laughs> always gets himself involved with some huge oh. cast. He, he hears Saoirse Ronan's name. He just comes running. <laughs> yeah. And let's not forget when the 2020 Oscars roll around, because Meryl Streep's in this movie is an automatic nomination by California Oh, for Ball. sure. Do well, she didn't get nominated for Mary Poppins Returns, thank God. Well, because she was, was the worst awful. part of that movie. Garbage, worst scene in the entire year. You know what? It respected the tradition, okay? You had you had Ed Wynn in the original playing the uncle, so you had to kind of work that in. Was, I get why they did it. It's but, weird, yeah, but it, yeah. Um, I think it's going to get Oscar buzz just out the wazoo because Greta Gerwig didn't really... She was still too new during Lady Bird, and this just has way too, like... The cast is just potential. too much of the star power thing happening with the kind of up-and-comers. Um, and I was saying we were talking about our reboots. This is the eighth adaptation of Little Women. So I think it is the re- reboot of all reboots. <laughs> oh, it beats out a Star is Born. Yeah. Wait, did, you see the, did you see the Little Women remake that was last year? I think so. It was made for TV. No, no, it was or, in theaters, but like... Okay. I think Rachel posted something about the poster... I like how they're all like close together. Yeah, it was unfortunate. It might have been produced by PBS or something. Yeah. If I I don't know. Mm. There have been a lot of them. But yeah, this one should be I think this is gonna go down as the quintessential little women eventually, just because it's the one that's getting the most like money recognition, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that's it for the most anticipated. there's plenty of other movies um that are coming out that we're um excited for. I I'm not really excited for anything this year, but um, I'm more just waiting for something like Eighth Grade or Star is Born to come. So it's one of, some, one of those smaller movies I'll probably end up liking. But I'm halfway excited for every movie that we talked about today. Um, except, um, what's the movie? The ones where the Beatles go away? and then uh, Yesterday? That, that, yeah, yesterday. That trailer was pretty good. So yeah. that's um, I'm kind of looking forward to that one. But to um, before we leave, um, we want to talk about something that happened last week. Will... I was going to talk about the Oscars, but we'll save that for next week once we talk about all the winners and stuff, and so we could talk about editing and cinematography being taken out and put back in and everything like that. But one of the bigger stories from last week is that Ben Affleck is finally out as Batman. He's no longer he's no longer going to do it. He announced it on Kimmel, I think, which I mean it's been being reported for two straight years now that he was out, but it's finally over. So. Does anyone care? And um, <laughs> who who should replace him? That's the that's the bigger thing. I've seen um who's the dude who won for the bodyguard? John Madden. I've seen his name. Not John Madden. Richard something Madden. Ma- Richard Madden. Um, John Madden's a football player. That's what it is. Richard Madden. I've seen him's name. Army Hammer was just reported to be in talks, but then I heard that was a lie. And then um and then Dylan Hall's his name is always in there. And then. <laughs> So, I don't know. I don't know who I want to see do it. Fun Maybe fact, no one. back in 2006, there was a Justice League movie directed by George Miller that never got off the ground. Army Hammer was cast as Batman at the time. Wow. I don't, I don't know if I'm into that. I don't think he has yeah. the acting chops. I don't know. Yeah. He still hasn't proven himself to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting. So, I, so yeah, I don't Social know. Social did it for me. Hmm? Army Hammer is an actor. Social Network did it when he just played the twins. I mean, the, the, it seems weird to me that he, like, here and there can really pull something off. Like, he did that. He did Call Me By Your Name. But then in between, you just have a lot of stuff where it's like, why do we like this guy again? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how well, it's... We tried to make him a, well, they tried to make him a movie star with Lone Ranger, and that just right. straight up didn't no. work. So they're like, let's try again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of Ben Affleck's either. I've kind of only been a fan of Christian Bale's, and they can't get Christian Bale again. Mm-hmm. You actually know who I want to do it? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But they won't let it happen because he already kind of did it, and Christopher Nolan. So I honestly, I just hope they get rid of the whole DCEU. And I mean, they can keep like Wonder Woman and Aquaman, just keep them as individual franchises. And I just want to see a continuation of Christopher Nolan's story with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's the only thing I seem acceptable. These ways, rumored for Wonder Woman to be doing a Flashpoint. And be like, yeah, we're gonna reboot. Just forget. We keep everything that we liked. 
we're gonna trash away everything that didn't work. Just reboot. Mm. Uh, that easy. Was an, an interesting concept. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the only thing I could because I I can't think of a single actor that would make me like super excited if that person was Batman. So yeah. I don't know, but I like Matt Reeves, so I'm okay with him doing the next Batman. He ex he directed uh, the Apes movies, which are amazing. Um, so I don't know. I just want to point out real quick, I'm probably the only person in this room who has liked everything DC has put out. So. <laughs> oh. Everything? I, Every, when I say liked, like, it's a spectrum, right? It's not okay, like okay. 10 out of 10 everything. You know, it's like, liked, okay, okay, and then like, love. Like, I love Man of Steel. Suicide Squad, like, I flip-flop on all the time. Like, it's like, mm. And then yeah. Justice League is like, a little higher than Suicide Squad, but like, Batman yeah, Justice I liked it a lot. The three-hour cut. I like Batman vs Superman quite okay. a bit too. Uh, yeah, the three-hour no. cut saves a lot. I was just so, so bored. It's so bad. <laughs> it's like twenty minutes of fights. I love DC though. I was like, I like the characters, and it did a lot to do the world building for the DC universe. So I like that. I like the Dark. Well, I mean, I guess I'm like most people. I like the Dark Knight trilogy and then eh on everything else except Suicide Squad, which is terrible. Well, Shazam kind of looks okay. Shazam, Shazam looks fun. Shazam looks like a good time. Oh, it's yeah. big yeah. with Superman powers. It just yeah. yeah, that didn't that didn't work for me. No. It opens on my birthday, also, and I will not be watching it on my birthday. Aquaman was also like a blast. Aquaman was a good time. If you want just like Lord of the Rings underwater, watch Aquaman's third act, which you can when we show it on eight, March fourteenth. In the yeah. SCA Auditorium. Um, you know what I say for Batman? Give me Kate Blanchett. That's how you'll get me to watch Batman. Throw it all away, put Kate Blanchett in the suit. I don't know. Great Batman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? You know, Scarlett Johansson can play any role in any oh, movie. No. Oh, boy. Scarlett Johansson can play Batman. Hey, Emma Stone, you know, she played an Asian woman in that one movie. Oh, sure. Aloha. Aloha. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that, but I remember it looked good, and then I saw like Emma Stone is playing an Asian, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just keep that. Mess. But I like her and Bradley Cooper, though. So, oh well. Um, and then, I guess lastly, there's two movies coming out this week. There's How to Train Your Dragon 3, which um, Rodrigo did see with us yes. this time. <laughs> Rodrigo, me, Chase, and Abby all saw yeah. at an event screening three weeks ago. And I think we were all like, I wouldn't say eh, but we were all like yeah, not as good as number two or number one. Spoiler alert, everybody gets married and has babies. True, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's pretty accurate. That, that actually is a spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> well, no, actually, someone, someone behind the screen is like, no, I was <laughs> looking forward to it. To be fair, if you've seen the trailers and, or you've seen the toys, yeah, it kind of gives it away. There's no, yeah. no surprise on that. I think this movie's downfall is... Every single supporting character is almost unwatchable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, but I mean, it's still overall a pretty good movie. And the ending is might get a, a lot of people emotional. Well, but, it, uh, it is the second best trilogy of animated movies. What's the first? Of animated. Wait, oh, Toy Story. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking what? about a Are you one, saying so this is better than say. Cars? Come on <laughs> yeah. now. Better than Yes. I, I, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Wait, no, yeah, Ice Age no, was Ice the greatest trilogy I, of no, all time. No, no, Ice Age did not finish the trilogy until, I think, after Toy Story 3. Yeah. If it has yeah. one more film, which probably it might, it'll have two trilogies. <laughs> oh, wait, I figured out our Batman fix. Ray Romano. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would actually <laughs> genuinely be very excited. I watched an SNL skit of Ray Romano's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, Oscar Isaac. Actually, you know what? Oh, oh that man. Would be That's actually good. like a real... Okay. I would watch that. Rachel is screaming real. right now. <laughs> yes. Rachel, if you're listening, uh, there are talks about Oscar Isaac. You know, I'll say, I watched more Oscar Isaac's films than Rachel last year, but... I mean, she's still a bigger fan, but I just want to point that out. <laughs> I, I like him. Who appreciates Oscar Isaac's jawline yeah. more? That's, That's how you true. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I like Oscar Isaac quite a bit. Not as much as her, but still quite a bit. Um... So, How to Train Your Dragon should do well. It'll open number one. It's already made $175 million because it opened everywhere except the United States. Um, we're the last people to get it. But it, it's good. Hmm. I would, I'd recommend it, honestly. If you liked one and two, you should watch this yeah. one. Um, and then uh, there's another movie called Fighting With My Family. It's directed by Stephen Merchant, who just look him up. I can't explain him. He's tall. That's <laughs> it. He's basically the white dude in Logan. He is the white dude in Logan. So if you yeah, if you, if you remember Logan that much, he's the white dude in Logan. If you remember lip sync battles with uh, Jimmy Fallon, 
I think he was on the one with somebody else. So yeah, yeah. Um, he he is that guy from that thing in like a lot know, of movies. <laughs> oh, everything. He's that a is, quintessential guy from that thing. This is very descriptive. I mean, I tell you, just look him up. I can't explain him. He's the guy from that thing. But either way, he's directing this movie. It's based on WWE Page. I don't follow wrestling, but she's a famous wrestler apparently. Um, and she, I think, won some competition, and then she had to leave her family to go do that, and then the story is kind of about that. It's produced and starring The Rock as himself, along with a whole bunch of other unnamed, or not like un, not heard of actors. So this one should be all right. Mm. He's, yeah, he's, he's really, really tall. He's that guy. He, yeah. he, he's that, that guy. guy from that thing. So I don't know. Is anyone like remotely interested in this one? I just heard of it recently. I just saw <laughs> The Rock in the trailer, and I was like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah we're yeah. actually, but that's it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, not worth that's, my that's money. That's the end yeah. for the. Do we? Oh yeah, we didn't go as long as I I thought. So. And that's the podcast. And then that's, that's the. the that's how we got to end every single time in unison. Yeah. And that's, that's the podcast. podcast. Wait, 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 that's can the we count podcast. it off? One, two, three. And, and that's, that's the podcast. podcast. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. You got. Cut. <laughs> <laughs>